This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. But they're joining us again this one. Yeah, it's Isn't that great? Them. I'm so glad they That's awesome. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's patents too. Uh, our nonstop Olympic coverage continues. We we don't have an Olympic contract. I don't even think we could say oh. the word Olympics. Oh, the, <laughs> the big games. Yeah. The big rings. The big games the in big, a different country. Right. Remember them? <laughs> <laughs> like you have to do with the Super Bowl coverage. Right. The big game is Sunday. The, well, the really worldwide games Where they award nobody necklaces? plays most of the time, except during this one <laughs> four-year period of time. It's interesting because we were talking, I think we talked last week about uh, population size as compared to Olympic medal count. Right. And what occurred to me uh, as I pondered that, and I pondered it a lot, mm-hmm. uh, Stu, uh, because we dominate the world, and maybe not to the extent, though, that you you, you would think. If if uh, I mean, if China certainly should dominate the world, uh, India should dominate, but those countries underdeveloped and and don't maybe not spending as right. much time on the on the hundred meter butterfly than yes. Other Although places. I think China is China, yeah. well, communist countries usually do because they yeah. think this is a big deal. Yes, um, they think the Olympics are the only thing that they should spend their time on. Exactly. In Soviet Union, you know, and, and China, they've they've tried to tried to best us for the whole time. Um, but a smaller country like Great Britain and an even smaller country like Australia, they do really well if you compare it to population. But I think what's in- interesting and impressive about the U.S. is these are not our sports. I mean, <laughs> the the number of people participating in sports like this is probably commensurate with like Great Britain. Or Australia, because we play football, and nobody else does, and it's not an Olympic sport. But most of our kids are involved in football, baseball. Oh, and you see what happens in basketball when our players do, do, when the Olympic sport is played by us. Right. How well we do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, basically okay. dominate every year. I mean, we, well, one time we didn't win the gold um, since the pros came in. Um, we did yeah, lose it I one think it year, was, yeah. Yeah. which was that year that they had no jump shooters on the team at all for some reason. They were just like, ah, let's put all people who can't shoot at all from 12 feet or more. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it was just a weird <laughs> team. It was a weird and team. And all and the stars year. didn't play. Yeah, um, right. It was like once everyone was kind of bored with the Olympics, the dream team came and went. Um, you know, and it was like, ah, oh, we're going to win by 100 every time, so let's put our 12th best player out there yeah. um, as the best player. 
And we um, took it for granted. And we took it for granted and lost. But since then, we've been able to win uh, again. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the world is getting much better at uh, basketball. It really getting, are. And there's a lot of NBA closer. stars on other teams. Like right. we, yeah. we played this weekend, we played France and beat them by three. Which sucks. Yeah. But they've got Tony Parker. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think another NBA star on their team. So, you know, they've got legitimate players right. on right. their teams right. now. I mean, they so. might not be. We should still win the gold, uh, whether we will or not. Who knows? Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. we should. And everybody expects us to. And, you know, if we don't. Um, it is a huge disaster when you do It's don't. a disaster. Yes. Um, but it does happen, and, you know, I mean, it's possible at least. And it's becoming more and more possible. You know, in 15, 20 years, probably it will. Be, will we might be the favorite, but not the overwhelming favorite. It's kind of like, um, you know, hockey for the Soviet Union and Canada. Um, you know, every once in a while, we get good enough to beat them in it. We did in 1960. We did again in 80. And, you know, we probably shouldn't beat them in hockey because that's not our sport. That's not our deal. That's really theirs. And But sometimes we come through and... It's amazing that the rest of the world doesn't come through more often in basketball. Well, somebody, I think it was uh, liberal hero Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, was tweeting. Did you see this, Jeffy, on Twitter? He was tweeting like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, if you look at Hungary, uh, if you do by population, they'd be crushing us. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the actual what? numbers were on it, but he did the numbers of like they would have more because they only have three million people or something. I don't know. I wasn't really, or 30 million. I don't even know. I wasn't paying attention to him because I don't pay attention funny. to him. But, I mean, that's a, that's like their argument. It's like, oh, yeah, well, we're not exceptional. We're not. Even in this moment of great pride for your country, remember you suck. That's the liberal way. It I mean, sure is. It's like, Isn't it? oh, it go really away. Is. is there any, oh, man, it's oh, so much. Go home and sleep for the next couple of weeks until this is over. Move Please. to Hungary. Uh, Move to Budapest. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> Come on. I got it. It's like, but, but you wow. know, we went over that number, too, of like, what, what are the, the Olympic medals in sports that people actually care about? And, you know, they, we dominate. We dominate there. We do. Uh, we do very well yeah. uh, in sports that people actually play. But it's and it's a weird thing. Like the gold medal goes to the Olympic team. There is one gold medal basketball that uh, basketball medal that goes out. It's one. There's one mm-hmm. where there's like eight in shooting, and there's like you know nine in fencing. You know what I mean? Like right. and it's like so the medal count is really a weird, flawed sort of. And there's number dozens thing. in swimming. Yeah, I mean, you know. so if you're good and again, like someone like Phelps, I mean. Whether we're good at, I mean, we are good at swimming. It's Phelps and Lodecki, is it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Those two, like, we wouldn't need anybody else. We could be horrible as a country in swimming, um, but we would still have a great medal count because of these two individuals. You see it in tennis all the time. I mean, you know, what is uh, uh, Djokovic is from the Czech Republic, I think, if I remember right. I mean, Djokovic, he's one, I don't know, is the Czech Republic better than everyone else in the world in tennis? I don't know, but he is. He's one yeah, guy in an right. individual sport that wins every one tournament guy. or most tournaments. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So Except we're not going over there to train either. You know, like the one swimmer that uh, beat uh, uh, Phelps. I mean, he trains in schools here in the U.S. Yeah, That's yeah. another so, thing. Yeah. And that one pisses me off. <laughs> we bring nice them in now. to train at our <laughs> facilities they, I know. to I know. appreciate our coaching to take advantage of all that we have to offer. We train them to beat us, and then we send them back home to beat us. Doesn't make any freaking sense. Capitalism, uh, here's uh, Body Jehoshaphat uh, from Hungary. He went to school at Auburn. 
What? <laughs> the hell was Bobby Jehoshaphat going to Auburn Let's for? Let him go it. to school in Budapest. Let's be honest about that. That's, a, that's an American win. That's an American medal. Yes, it is. Uh, it's if, by the way, if the French team with Tony Parker <laughs> right. won, it would also be, be an American, American medal. medal. Hey, guys, he's yes. from San Antonio now. Get over it, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Yes. And your Neil deGrasse is uh, three times as many Olympic golds as Hungary, but 30 times the population. Adjusting for this, Hungary would oh, be kicking our up. ass. Yeah. Oh, see how smart I am? <laughs> you guys shouldn't feel good about your country even for a minute. Ugh. That's like that's all that's that is, pathetic. right? I mean, it's it's whatever. I mean, I, I don't. I, again, as you know, I don't care about the Olympics, um, but it is. It's it's amazing to see. It, it does bring out certain aspects of society, um, like the, you know, like Tyson. There, it's like this is such a typical thing to it do. Is. It's a typical progressive well, with thing. Well, with, with, the, with the competitors and uh, even just the civilians swelling up with a little bit of American pride over this time when we win the golds and the medals, it really pisses those, the people, our, the haters off yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. have to strike back. Yeah, they I do. Guess, uh, they do. Uh, I saw an interesting stat last night. They, uh, Bob Costas interviewed uh, Michael Phelps kind of late after uh, Olympic coverage. And uh, the, I think we broke down what he would be if he were a country unto yeah. himself last yeah. week. They just did swimming. Okay, so they, they took all the swimming medals from the last. Oh, for all time. So swimming medals all time. <laughs> Michael Phelps is third. Wow. The, if you take all nations, of course, America's first. And I'm not sure who was second. I think Australia. And then... Michael Phelps, <laughs> third in swimming gold all time. Uh, that, that's just that is really incomprehensible, isn't it? It seems like the Olympics are able to bring out every once in a while that um, inhuman athlete. Usain Bolt's the same thing. Like I, yeah. I, to me, I mean, yes. I, and he, he is not one nearly as many a freak medals, of nature, obviously. But it's Phelps, almost but. as it's at least as impressive, I think, because it's. It's such a tough discipline to stay good at for eight years, yeah. three Olympics. I mean, that's unbelievable. I feel like a 30-year-old swimmer, I don't know if I, there's no, I have no evidence to back this up, but I feel like a 30-year-old swimmer winning is more understandable than a 30-year-old sprinter. Yeah, I mean, like, it happens yeah. more often. Yeah, okay. A lot more often. It just seems that way. We had, we had several. I mean, Phelps, for one. Um, uh, Ryan Lochte for another, and he got uh, the uh, great, got different uh, gold sort of medal. He yeah, was, he uh, did. Had a gun in his face. Uh, congratulations, yeah. Rio. He said the, uh, I, I guess uh, he and a couple other swimmers were in a taxi, and this uh, car pulled him over, acting as if they were police. One of one of these guys got out and put a gun to his head, and they they robbed these uh, three or four uh, U.S. Olympic athletes. Fortunately, none of them were injured. Uh, they just lost some property. And, uh, but that's, you know, I guess that's the problem we've been talking about in Rio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could happen anywhere. Uh, but uh, I know. It's, it's just, you just know when you're putting this together, you're, you're like, oh, please, please don't have, <clears throat> let's just not have a high-profile swimmer get robbed at gunpoint. And they did. Do that. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. So anyway, Olympics uh, continue this week, and I think they end, uh, do they end Friday night, Saturday, Sunday? I don't know, sometime this week, I think. I don't know. They started before the opening. They'll probably keep going after the close, too. <laughs> they just might. They just might. And, of course, uh, we unfortunately had some unrest and some, uh, some problems in our own country. Uh, Milwaukee, to name uh, at least one, shots were fired as Milwaukee unrest continued for a second night.
One person was shot last night as unrest continued. In the, in the wake of this fatal police shooting where the guy was armed and pointing a weapon at the cop. Now, I guess the big deal is, uh, well, you, you shouldn't have shot him. You should have tased him. Yes, he's, he's using deadly force against you, but you should use a marshmallow stick against him. I mean, I don't even understand that. No, so if he pulls a gun, you're supposed to put your life on the line by tasing him when he may shoot you as you're tasing him? I, it just doesn't make any sense. No, it's bizarre, too, in that uh, we've reached a point with this story arc in which people like from Black Lives Matter, they're not even trying to find nope. a good example. Anymore. Not at all. Like, I mean, Trayvon Martin. not a good example. Trayvon Martin, for example, for example, right? You hear, oh, okay, Trayvon, what guy was shot, he was unarmed. Uh, oh, wow. And then it's like, well... Uh, and it was a white guy shooting him. Well, okay, it wasn't really a white guy. Okay, well, he was actually in the middle of beating his head into the cement and breaking his nose. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, uh, well, you know, it doesn't seem like there's any, uh, there's no um, case against Zimmerman. Uh, he it winds up going away. Michael Brown. Oh, well, this unarmed black kid, he's, he's uh, shot in the street in cold blood. Oh, well, actually, he was just uh, robbing a convenience store. And uh, uh, oh, well, yeah, he actually rushed the cop and got in a fight with him. Oh, well, the investigation showed nothing. It's like... I can understand, it's a horrible, horrible instinct, but it's like you can understand at some level, okay, here's something that's outraging people, let's get on board with it, I'm pissed off about it, oh crap, here comes the details, oh now we look like idiots. Well, we have to stand by our initial point. This is like a black cop shot a guy with a gun on video. Right. Like the guy's got a gun in the video. And it was a black cop shooting him. It's clearly not racism. They're they're not even trying to find a good example anymore. I mean, this is like, uh, it's not, not like trying. this one fell apart in, in, the, uh, in, in a six-month investigation. This is like night one, everybody knows it's nothing, but let's still riot and burn things. Uh, that's just insanity. And here's, uh, we have a guy who, was, uh, who identified himself as the brother of, of the guy killed by police. Uh, here's what he had to say. I'm sure it'll be great. What's going on right now? Right now, you got a, a city riot going on. Because once again, the police has failed to protect us like they say they was going to do. They, they failed to be here for the people like they say they like they sworn in to do. You know, and, and us as a community, we're not going to protect ourselves. But if we don't have anyone to protect us, then this is what you get. You know, you get riots. You got people out here going crazy. We losing loved ones every day to the people that sworn in to protect us. It's other stuff that's going on out here, and you wonder why it's ISIS in America. Sidan, certainly people what? upset here tonight, but you we've got right you know, innocent business owners yeah. who are now going up in flames. What's it's it going to take he for you guys it. to be okay tonight and to stop this chaos? It ain't me. I, it's not me. I'm going to let y'all know that now. It's not us guys neither. And I'm glad that y'all said that. It's not us. It's mm. the police. This the madness that they spark up. This is what they encourage. This is what they provoke. This is what you get. Out of you taking some a loved one from someone, this is what you get. You get a lot of people that's hurt, and they can't vent the right way. They can't no longer depend on the police to be here mm-hmm. to protect us like mm-hmm. they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So this is what you get. Okay. And no, it's not going to end today. I can't tell you it's going to end tomorrow. I don't know when it's going to end. Oh, but yeah. it's for y'all to start. We're not the ones that's killing us. Y'all killing us. We can't make a change mm-hmm. if y'all don't change. Um, wow, sir. Statistically, that's Thank not you, a valid Sam. argument. Uh, <laughs> I, hate to, 
Oh my god. You know, I'm sure he'll listen to this. <laughs> Statistically, you wow, you're not wow, even you're close not to right on even that. in the ballpark. Um, you're oh not in gosh. fact, you're not even in the same city as the game where it is being played. I mean, yeah, I introduced you to the uh, FBI's unified uh, uniform crime reporting. Um, and what they're going to do is going to prove every and point I bet that he would listen to that intently. I think so. And it would change his mind. Well, I mean, you know, change his mind. I think a lot of people will react well in those situations yeah, to spreadsheets. So I think that's the, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I'm yeah. a little concerned. Spreadsheet reason. <laughs> I mean, I, I, what do you say? To, look, first of all, the guy just had his brother shot, so he's not going to say anything. You wouldn't expect him to be rational in that moment, I suppose. No. guy's got um, a huge so record. I mean, but I, I, mean I, I don't know. Is it a surprise? Like, if Jeffy were to be shot by a police officer this okay. afternoon, would anybody be surprised? Not no, surprised. He's got in a fact, record. Encouraged. That, right. I mean, the, but it, I would, the record dates back. But I, Oh, 150, 160 years. Yeah, from the I Wild mean, West. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, but yes, you're right. Look, when you have someone who's a constant criminal who has got a gun pointed come at a police on. officer, you're not going to be surprised when they get shot. That does not mean that I expect, in the moment, the brother of this person to ex- to uh, react rationally to it and ex- accept uh, spreadsheet reports from the FBI. I, I got that. I mean, I can understand. It's, but it's it's. That's not something he's coming up with on the spot. That is a that is something that has been beat into oh, the heads gosh, yes. of African Americans in these mm-hmm. communities for such a long time. It is patently untrue. Now, of course, this is someone who was killed by a black person. So he's saying it's not black people killing us, it's the police killing us. Well, it's both in this particular circumstance. And by the way, it was completely justified. It was a justified shooting. Most of them are. Of yeah. Upwards of 90% of police shootings are justified. Justified by 95. who, Stu? Justified by who? By the, the police. Circumstances. <laughs> by Whitey. Wow. By Whitey. By, by Whitey circumstances. By, by the police. Law. Yeah, and who made the law? Whitey. Mm-hmm. Okay? More patents, too, coming up in a minute. Just no winning this argument. Um, <laughs> no, really, I mean, it, it, feels, it feels almost stupid to even it, bother it does, with it at this point. It's, it and, you, and you can't bother with somebody who just said their brother shot. They're not going to react well to True. anything else other yeah. than saying, yes, you're right, sir, and walking away. Um, but, you know, it, it, at some point, these things have to be said. You have to have the statistics out there just so, I don't know, we don't go insane. There has to be some. We are in a point where we've got Hillary Clinton running against Donald Trump. There's got to be some factual basis to something going on occasionally. It would be nice. Uh, My Patriot Supply makes it easy. There's, this is definitely that. factual. Makes yes. it easy to build your emergency food supply. You can do this today. Let's say your city is burning down to the ground at some point in the near future. You might want to have a situation intact that you don't have to, I don't know, leave the Go home down to for the a couple store days. that's on fire. Maybe, Maybe the store that's yeah. been looted and is currently on fire is not the place to get your supplies in an emergency. Right. I don't know. I'm throwing it out there. Let's say your town is underwater and you can't get to the store. <laughs> right. There's another one. There's a lot of global warming is coming, as you know. Yeah, but how much would I have to pay? Like $1,000? Let's say I wanted to get prepared for a month, for four weeks. Okay. What, I mean, that's got to be like a $1,000 proposition. Uh, you I mean, know what? Three I meals can, a day? I can get you one for $900. Really? You give me the 900 I will get you a month worth of food. Oh, wow. man, don't listen to him. Wow. I can do it for five. Five hundred. You know what? Sale, I can do it for four fifty. Yeah, but what can my Patriot Supply do? Oh, ninety nine dollars. Oh, okay. that's what we were going to do. Is we we're going to take your money and buy it from my Patriot Supply and pocket the rest. My God, Stu, is that what you were going to wow. do? Uh, that is what I was. That is what I was going to do. Yes, lasts up to twenty five years, and it's it's actual food you want to eat if you're in one of these situations. And hey, I got it. We, we have luckily we have food. It's not like eating cardboard or sawdust. Right, which is nice. Order online right now at preparewiththeblaze.com or give them a call at 888 411 5290. 888 411 
5290 limit two per caller prepare with the blaze.com in the next 19 seconds you could sell your home okay it's i mean it's not going to sell your home i mean this but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth sell your home fast and for the most money Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is, uh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> really? Handwritten ledgers show $12.7 million in undisclosed cash payments designated to Paul Manafort from, pro-Russian, uh, from a pro-Russian partic- uh, political party from 2007 to 2012, according to Ukraine's newly formed National Anti-Corruption Bureau. Investigators assert that the disbursements were made part of an illegal mm. off-the-books system whose recipients also included election officials. This is a surprise. Wait, what? It's almost like uh, a guy who would take the role as running the campaign for Donald Trump would be corrupt, almost by definition. And now it's proving to be true. Um, Among the hundreds of murky transactions uh, these companies engaged in was an $18 million deal to sell Ukrainian cable television assets to a partnership put together by Paul Manafort (laughs) and a Russian oligarch. A uh, close ally of Vladimir Putin. Did you see that um, Ivanka was on vacation with someone who's rumored to be dating Vladimir Putin? Is that true? I don't I, know. That. I don't know. Uh, big, I, I guess uh, uh, former. I guess she used. I don't know. She used to. Again, I'm kind of. Uh, I probably should have researched it. I, I, yeah, or at least remembered what I read. But yeah. it was nothing to do with uh, someone maybe who used to... Uh, I'll, get, get to I'll get it to you in the break. Sorry. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, before... Because that's kind of an amazing thing, if true, yeah. right? Uh, you yes. know, uh, in the middle of this campaign, she goes on... I mean, that just seems bizarre. I guess they were friends earlier, but still it seems okay. like maybe you wait a couple of months before you do that vacay in Croatia. Together. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, anyway, uh, before we flood to... You got it? Uh, it was this, the sheath uh, has been rumored to be dating Putin. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she denies that all out. She denies Yeah, she denies of course. That's, you know, I mean, that's not surprising. But that is a big... <laughs> but Ivanka, yeah, just for appearances. Again, like if you're Ivanka Trump in the middle of this, you've got Russian allegations. You're going on vacation and meeting up with a woman who's supposedly dating Putin. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a bad idea to anybody. <laughs> not to the Trumps. Come on. No, of course not. They don't care about it. Uh, before he fled to Russia two years ago, um, uh, the party of regions relied heavily on the advice of Mr. Manafort and his firm, who helped yeah. them win several elections. During that period, Mr. Manafort never registered as a foreign agent with the United States Justice Department, as required uh, of those seeking uh, influence on America, uh, seeking to influence American policy on behalf of foreign clients, mm-hmm. although one of his subcontractors did. So it was definitely happening. He's just, you know, uh, he just didn't register for it. In the 400-page ledger, uh, kept at a party headquarters inside a room which contained two safes full of $100 bills, obviously. Mr. Manafort's name appeared on... How many many safes do you have at home full of $100 bills? Jeffy? I mean, to the tippy top. Full. I can tell you right now, Stu's got three. I mean, I don't know how many I have. Did I... Why would you know how many I have? 
Uh, in the 400-page ledger kept at party headquarters inside a room which contained two safes full of $100 bills, Manafort's name appeared 22 times over five years, according to uh, the Corruption Bureau, which obtained the document as evidence-sharing agreement with the FBI. Oopsies. Um, they are denying this, I believe. Although this is an interesting tweet that came out from a different head of a campaign, uh, of the Trump campaign, Corey Lewandowski, who tweeted a uh, link to this. I mean, we have that one here. This is yeah. from Corey's Twitter. Uh, which is kind of interesting. If we could show it, I think he's. It's a. It's a uh, pretty interesting thing. Secret ledger in Ukraine lists cast for Donald Trump's campaign chief. This is the guy, of course, he warred with for control of the campaign. He's actually tweeting out the story and giving it, uh, giving it a, a new set of uh, eyeballs. And I guess um, Corey, th- that's not helpful to the Trump campaign. Uh, you know what? You it know, might not be what? helpful to Paul Manafort uh, either. Yeah, I think still think Corey wants his gig back. I think he does. I think there's a yeah. good chance, a good does. chance, uh, before this thing's over, like three weeks before the campaign, Corey's back on board and That'd Manafort's out. I think you're right. I mean, look, if I they keep losing that, every I mean. poll by ten points, I, I would not be surprised to see it happen. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a big deal uh, that you know, yeah. you know, Lewandowski would tweet that out, um, and it's a big, it's a big story. I mean, again, it's against what America wants to do there. It's certainly against uh, you know, unless you're a fan of the Russian government, I don't, I don't know why you'd want Donald Trump having anything close to control of your foreign policy. I, I can't imagine a scenario under which that would be acceptable to you, no. unless you really, fa- you know, you, you know. want Russia to to benefit in some way from that relationship. I mean, because that will happen. I mean, mm-hmm. again, he lies a lot. Maybe he'll let them down, too. Uh, but it's, it seems the way, to be the way that things are going. Um, I mean, and this is before. Uh, remember, he said he was good friends with Vladimir Putin because he appeared on a uh, TV show with him, even though right. both segments were recorded. <laughs> and even area. though that didn't happen, and now he says he's never met Vladimir Putin. Even th- but he also said he had. But he also said he had. He mm-hmm. also said that, that they... They had met. They knew each other quite well, and they got along very well. Because that, at that at and that then, moment, though, you have we have to be fair. At yeah, that okay. moment, he thought it was going to benefit him. Yes. And at the other moment, right. he thought it was going to benefit him. Well, that's true. So he's being consistent. Yes, he is. Yeah. What he'll say, whatever he needs to to benefit him. Yeah. Uh, is what I think we're kind of saying here, and it's kind of interesting that he had met Vladimir Putin. They did very well. They got along very well, and the show did very well. And then, on the other hand, uh, at a different time, when things weren't quite as wonderful with his relationship with Russia, why then he'd never met Putin, never had anything to do with it, right. never saw Again, it. Again, consistency is what you're saying. Yeah. He always does, always does what will benefit him most at that moment. Right. Except for... That's the, consistency. Uh, consistency. Yeah, it is consistency. It is not, I say what I mean and I mean what I say. Oh, whoa, no, 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 whoa, no, 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 no. Unless, unless, unless it, that's going to mm. benefit him at a particular moment, then he right. will say it. Then he will say it. Uh, but if it benefits him in a different way at a different time, he'll say the opposite. Right. The only exception to this so. seems to be... Um, the weird brand of loyalty he has for certain individuals, like you know, Lewandowski was a good example of this for a while. He's yeah, will he do with this with Manafort? That's what I. I'm, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so because I think he I don't sees think there's him. A thing, uh, there's no bond there. Manafort seems to be like it was forced on him. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh-huh. feel like kind of too. And I think the the issue with um, with Trump's loyalty is it has to be blind. Like where yes. Manafort, a lot of there's been a lot of leaks out of his camp. A lot of like, oh well. Uh, you know, he's not listening to us. We're trying to have these interventions and he won't deal. Like, there's a lot of that coming out. Where Lewandowski was always, par- always party line. Uh, the other example of this, I would say, is Katrina Pearson, who continually goes on television oh, with she does absolutely no idea <laughs> about uh, any of the facts. She 
actually said that Barack Obama got us into the Afghanistan war. Like, like what? what? He was said 2003 pumpkin. He, uh, uh, Obama and Clinton were wow. responsible for the Khan's death, who died in 2004. Yeah. She said that on TV. She said another one, I think today, was it today or yesterday? She's on again. And once again is saying, um, oh, gosh, let me. Uh, the, it's another bizarre one. I, I don't know what she is doing. And again, like at the she's time when Katrina. ISIS. What's that? I don't know. She's still touting, touting the ISIS line. She was doing that. But it, the, the issue with Katrina Pearson was she was at the time she was hired. She didn't know what the hell she's talking about. Right. Is at, the problem. At the time she was hired, though, no, she, they couldn't get another spokesperson. It, you know, right. he was seen as a impossible to win chance. And you know, over time, the, obviously, they, it's got the Republican nomination. The, the, the campaign has turned into something real, mm-hmm. and uh, they just kept Katrina on, I think, maybe out of loyalty. She's never let them down as far as, you know, um, a party line for him or whatever. I mean, she's terrible. Oh, she's terrible. She, I guess they consider um, that not letting him oh, down. The new one is she went on TV because they were saying, like, oh, well, uh, you know, what about this? Uh, these things going on with the Trump is saying with the with the with the media being biased against him. She said the campaign has literally beat or no, excuse me, liberal reporters have literally, quote, literally beat, end quote, uh, Trump supporters. So there's been an incident in which, like, New York Times reporters have beat up... What? Uh, Trump supporters? Uh, wow. New York Times reporters have beat up Trump supporters? I, how did Why we miss that? that? Yeah. And again, there's no evidence of this occurring. <laughs> she just it, says it, anything. And, and she'll deny that she meant physically. She'll say literally beat them in the press. That's what she'll say. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... Oh. It's I guess, but she didn't. She has no answer. I mean, I've but, heard other campaign spokespersons, the, the people they brought on later once the campaign got more successful, mm-hmm. and they ha- they're constantly going on have to, having to answer for Katrina, and they'll be like, "Well, what do, you, what do you think? Well, look, we all make mistakes, and you know, obviously she wasn't right on that one, but you know, I think we all can we can all say that we've made a mistake in our lives, right? I mean, I think like they're all forced to answer for Katrina, who's the spokesperson? Yeah, it's really she's bad. the spokesperson. She's supposed to be the one making the BS excuses can for I, everybody else. Can I make a definitive argument here for her, though? Yeah, but Trump. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's true. Thank you. Yeah. Can I make another argument? Sure. Possible she's having an affair with Donald Trump. I mean, look, I'm just throw- someone called me in my office. They said she's having affairs with big time um, candidates. The cruise, she was in the cruise reporting right. in, in the Enquirer, but then that was uh, that was uh, tossed out. Uh, is it possible? Yes, it is. I'm just asking questions. I not look. I got a call in my office. Right. Okay. And now they have to answer for it. Well, if you got Maybe a call, they it. have to talk about it. But my answer to that would be, yeah, but Trump. So it oh, doesn't, okay. doesn't you've, really you've, matter. You've, you've won. Yeah. Uh, more Pat and Stu coming up in a minute. It is that blind loyalty, though. It is. It is. I, there's some weird, like, it almost has to be bad. It has to be loyalty through yeah. some unbreakable wall. Yeah. If you show you'll be dumb publicly for him, oh, then he, loves he really you. loves you. He loves you. Yeah, it's weird. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, I got this message on uh, on the Twitters today, Pat. I thought you might be interested. On the Twitters? On the Twitters. Okay. Um, which was, uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, I don't think Ted Cruz would do better than Donald Trump. Ted Cruz ran a rev- religious mm. revival for the primary. Um, what? 
Cruz outperformed Trump in 94% of polls that were taken. Mm-hmm. 94%. And in fact, not only did he outperform him, but as Trump was winning, the margin grew. Not shrank, but grew. He was outperforming Donald Trump by eight points uh, against, against Hillary, Hillary. Clinton. Um, yeah. Now, it's interesting <laughs> that you see that right now, Donald Trump is losing by eight points. <laughs> now, I think he'd probably be doing even better because he wouldn't have all these screw-ups uh, right. involved. I think, like, he's Cruz's eight-point outperformance, which was growing at the time, would also, I think, be enhanced by the fact he wouldn't be doing all these stupid things. But still, I do think he'd be winning and winning handily. I think tr- Rubio would probably win him by even more. To be perfectly honest, and that was shown in the polling too. Usually, Rubio was outperforming Cruz by a point or two. Uh, but I mean, that is—it's—it's it's so this bizarre world uh, some of these Trump supporters live in. I don't. I. And what are you even bringing that up for? I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I, who cares what you think? I just I happened mean, to have that post from several months ago. It was my—that was literally my closing argument right yeah. before Indiana. I was like, "Look, if I know you don't think you don't care about anything." Other, you know, you want Trump to win, but think about this. You're going to be dealing with the exact situation we find ourselves in now, which yes. is your guy getting destroyed yes. in by, the, by everybody. Not just the by press, Clinton. but by Hillary. Wouldn't I it mean, be better? She's got so much cannon fodder against this guy, yeah. and she's only begun to start firing it. She's got so much ammunition. She, all she's done so far is the dumb outsourcing of jobs thing, which is... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I sent this, and I, I, I don't think our uh, producer is here today because I sent it to him. So um, we probably don't have it. But that David Letterman spot is fantastic for yeah. Hillary. And I, I guess Republicans didn't care about it. I guess they didn't understand that here's the guy saying, I'm going to bring back all the jobs. Mm-hmm. All the jobs are coming back to the United States of America. Nobody outsources anything when I'm president. You're outsourcing everything now. Yeah. What do you mean you're going to bring back jobs? It's funny. When you brought that up on radio, I got a response from a Trump supporter. Can yeah. Explain it. <clears throat> the Letterman ad was when he was a businessman. To compete, he did what all other manufacturers <laughs> did. So he knows how China is winning. That just the fact and that he, he sold out. China win. Right. The fact that he sold out every value that he supposedly has just proves how right he is. It just proves how he's only he only did it to learn about how China was winning. And now he's doing it's so it's seriously clinically delusional. It is. Many of these people are clinically delusional. And I don't know when the Letterman uh, appearance was, but it it seemed to me it was last fall. But maybe when did Letterman quit? When did well, Letterman quit? Has it been? It's been a while now. It's yeah. been a while. So it couldn't have been last fall, right? Could it have been while he From was a 2012. candidate? Oh, so tw- okay. So obviously Letterman was bashing him about that back then, and Trump didn't really care. I mean, he was pissed off at the end, but he, he had that look like eh, whatever. I can't help it. That's the way the game's played. I'm a billionaire. You're not. Yeah, and so. Uh, I guess that's fine if he's a businessman and he's doing everything he says shouldn't be done as a businessman. So he didn't have to have any scruples or any integrity as a businessman. That means nothing. No. I mean, uh, to me, that and shows... And he doesn't have to have any now as a politician. Everyone else is held to these standards. Like, wouldn't you just Everybody say, else. well, you know what, so what if Hillary uh, was uh, killing people in Benghazi and, and running the Clinton Foundation? But, you know, that she was just learning how the system was broken. 
Right. You can make this excuse for anybody. You, I mean, and anything. Yeah, I mean, it's stupid. You're supposed to be held to what you do in your life. I mean, everyone did this with Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. This guy comes out and he, oh, well, he closed some businesses and fired some people in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. And every, I thought the thing, you know, the Republican conservative thing to do was to come out and make, hey, well, let's look at the context of those situations. Well, many of those businesses were suffering anyway. And they were, uh, they needed, this needed to be done, so now they've come back stronger. No, I guess now we're supposed to have the exact opposite viewpoint about all of these situations where all we are expected to completely change about everything we believed in our entire lives to fit this idiot. And if this we don't do that, idiot, we're the sellout. We're the sellout because we have to sell <laughs> this moron. We're supposed to change our viewpoint because of this Unreal. idiot is the candidate. No, I will never do that. And why the hell would you listen to any show that does it? Why? Why the hell would you ever turn on a radio or a television with a person doing what I just described? Wouldn't you know that they don't believe anything they say? Obviously, they don't believe I mean, it. I, I, this is not a close example, guys. It's like if there was a test designed to see if you were a sellout, Donald Trump would be a perfect example of it. Or do you actually believe any of the things you say on any of the shows that you do? You'd put this guy as the Republican candidate and watch people support him. And yet here we are. Here we are. It is a it's a, a science experiment. It's a science experiment. If you wanted to see what shows you should listen to and not listen to, man, have you got a freaking path to that. I wouldn't listen to any sure. of these shows. I know. I mean, again, and I, you know, like, I understand everyone's got their different reason. And, and the person who's coming out and saying, look, he, you know, he's a disaster. But, I mean, you know, Trump is, uh, you know, he's not Hillary. And, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, he won't be interested in half of this topic so we can have advisors in there that will help him along completely rational, rational, defensible position to take. I get it. I totally understand. But the the, the idea to try to make this guy into a conservative and then blame all the actual conservatives for your problems in the election is so indefensible. I cannot believe some of the people trying it. I cannot believe it. And yet we've seen it for a year now. Here we do. Seen it for over a year. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. More patents too coming. Back. Uh, Politico is declaring that the Tea Party is once again dead. How many times has this thing died? Like a thousand. Uh, thousand times? Mm-hmm. Th- death of a thousand times. I mean, I kind of agree. Uh, it seems like it's dead now, doesn't it? Well, it, I mean, uh, this time it does seem actually dead. Yeah, when you're when you're when mm-hmm. the party uh, nominates a guy like Donald Trump, I mean, yeah, I, I guess it it's seems stupid though. I mean, there's still obviously. 60% of the party did not vote for uh, Donald Trump, and uh, obviously for multiple reasons, not just the Tea Party. But, I mean, I, I think you could say the guy who came in second was clearly a Tea Party candidate. Um, you know, so it's not that absurd, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, but its power and influence seems to have waned, and nobody even talks about it anymore. And now they're they're kind of going over um, some of the Tea Party, the Tea Party leadership fund, for one. Received $6.7 million from 2013 to 2015. Okay, $6.7 million in donations, mostly from small donors. Um, in fact, overwhelmingly small donors. 
Uh, of that, 87% went to overhead. Only $910,000 went to uh, the actual support for political institutions or, or candidates. And overall, they say, Politico reviewed the activity of 33 conservative PACs for the 2014 cycle. Combined, they raked in $43 million. Of that, $39.5 million went to overhead. I mean, that's just unacceptable. That is, yeah. that's, that's a uh, terrible rate of return if this is true. If this is true, yeah, I, I'd have to see. I mean, you know. That's terrible. I mean, because what they, a lot of times they do is, they only donated a few million to, to candidates. Like they're, they're saying here is only $3.6 million went to supporting candidates. Well, that doesn't necessarily, mm-hmm. that's not the only role that a, that a PAC could play. True. To, just to support specific candidates. I mean, there are other things that go on. But what um, they surmise but, is that there were there were really two tea parties. One, the first, were people who actually believed right. in conventional constitutionalism. Okay, people like us who mm-hmm. just who really believe in it. The other were uh, lawyers and consultants who um, saw the political winds blowing and decided that was a chance to get rich, and started these packs and became rich from them in overhead. You know, you get a if you have a fund. And the head of that fund is on a massive salary. Then a lot of that is overhead, right? Right. Um, yeah, look, so they, they call them scam packs, um, and there's a bit an issue with them because they're they're playing within the rules, and people don't do their research, and they see you know a commercial on TV or uh, here here mm-hmm. on the radio, and they go, oh well. So there's there's some that are running. There's many that are running stuff for Donald Trump. Uh, right now, and it's like, well, donate money, and then we'll pay all of our executives a lot of money, and we'll run more commercials about Donald Trump and say how great he is. And you know, look, I, some of that is it's, it exists in every industry. I don't think there's any. I don't think that political speech is going to be any different. However, it's up to the person to actually, if you're going to donate your money, you better freaking know who you're donating it to. Right. I mean, you know, you know, D- Donald Trump went through this situation um, where he's against super PACs. Um, he exists. He c- agrees lockstep with Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders on super PACs and, and Citizens United as a court case. And as promised uh, that he, that, you know, well, mm. you, why are you reacting? Because it's almost like you think that there should be another side of that story. It's like, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so you're such, you're such a silly goose. I know. Um, but uh, so, yeah, both major candidates agree completely with Citizens, the Citizens United <laughs> criticism. It's great. Um, so Which is great. there's no other side to the story. Right. Um, but one of the issues, <clears throat> of course, the Democrats have gone through a process of still raising money from super PACs and using them, utilizing them, even though they disagree with them. And so is Donald Trump now. It, I don't know that he has to this moment actually designated a specific super PAC, come out publicly and said, this is the super PAC to donate to. Um, he may have done that, but a lot of candidates will do that. They'll say, you know, they'll make sure that the press knows Bill's super PAC is the super PAC for me. Ta- you know, that's the one supporting this, like, um, right to rise was Jeb Bush's super PAC. Now, there are other super PACs that could mm-hmm. say, any super PAC can come on and say, we're raising money to get Jeb Bush elected. But he made sure that people knew that right to rise was the right one to donate to if you cared about Jeb Bush. Not designating a specific um, uh, super PAC it opens up your voters to donating to p- causes that actually don't do anything for you, um, which is a stupid way of operating. It's like I remember this used to happen all the time with uh, um, uh, above it all bands back in like the 90s. 
you know, you're like alternative music. You know, like we're like, yeah, we're not going to be part of the machine. We're so not going to sell out, we're not gonna, man. Yeah, and they'd be like, we're not going to even pick a mm-hmm. single. We want people to choose for themselves. <laughs> we're not going to do that. And then what would happen is, of course, radio stations would just be like, ah, this one sounds pretty good and play it. And they'd be like, not that one. How dare you? That's not what the people wanted. That's what the machine wants. That's what they always did. It was the same thing. And it's like now it's like they're all complaining about this, but you're allowing this situation to exist by not naming a super PAC. And again, I'd like to see the evidence that never Trump people are responsible for Donald Trump not naming a, uh, um, a super PAC. Are we also responsible for Donald Trump not opening up field offices in Florida? Are we responsible for him running no ads? Are we responsible for that, too? Are we responsible for him not being able to hire one competent person Is on his still entire running campaign no ads? Because I haven't seen a pro-Trump ad yet. I mean, Hillary's running a pretty hefty Yeah, $90 million right now. Worth 90 of million? She's booked. Wow. I think she's she really? booked $98 million. Just during the Olympics? Um, or uh, no, no, is I'm that everything? Total, she's booked. Because a, a lot of them time. are playing in real prime time during the Olympics, which Smart. people are watching. Yeah, lots of people are watching. Even though the numbers are down from previous Olympics, they're still, still pretty high. Still pretty high. Uh, the NBC guys mm-hmm. also came talked about uh, they've oversold uh, the Olympics as far as income, so they're happy. Yeah, I, I think they they're are, making yeah. their money. Um, and it, the last numbers I saw was Hillary Clinton had reserved something like $98 million worth of ads. Gary Johnson had reserved $15,000 of ads, Hope but still had reserved more than Trump, which was zero. And he had reserved zero dollars <laughs> of ads. He has reserved no ad time yet? Again, I don't those numbers could be updated by now, but he has reserved none. I, now, look, this is part know, of his philosophy, right? The I mean, election this is in November. This is a decision, though. He's making a decision to say we're not going to. He doesn't want to win. This uh, guy does not want to win. I don't know. Maybe. I, I think he's saying, like, I don't need the ads. I'm, I'm Donald Trump. The other part is people keep wow. pointing out is like, well, when you hire related companies and related firms and tra- tra- you know, you cart your daughter around the country. All these things are being paid for by these donations and not him. Um, so that's what he seems to be using a lot of them for. Um, you know, I know he's donated some money to the, the campaign and he can't get those donations back um, at a point where he thought he was going to win. Notice he did it then. Luckily, we locked this guy into it then, although locking Donald Trump into something, who knows? I mean, I, I would not be surprised at all if he finds a way to weasel out of uh, and, and claim those oh. donations back. Um, but, I mean, he raised $82 million. What the hell is this guy spending it on? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I don't he's know. doing his rallies. But, like, seriously, Florida, I think I, I was seeing some of this coverage this weekend. Uh, like, Romney and, and, and McCain had seven, eight Florida field offices open by now. R- Trump has one. He's one field office. Why? Why? And there's a whole area of Ohio where he has no field offices, ripe territory for Republicans, nothing. Now, again, you might say, well, he's, oh, he's out of the mainstream and he's going to know better. Maybe he will. But, I mean, so far, obviously his plan was not to get down by 10 points. I mean, he, whatever he's trying to do isn't working yet. Maybe it will in the future. Maybe the, his whole point is like, you know, maybe it's rope-a-dope. You know, like let them kind of like run themselves around and get right. tired and I'll sit against the ropes and get yeah, hit. Maybe. And, uh, and then I'll maybe. come back at the last minute. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's something with dope in it. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Right, I did get a call in my office about that, and I think it's serious. We should address it. Well, he's got to address he's it. Gotta answer for he's it. got to answer for it.
Rich Patton Stew. I, I, I'm hearing a rumor right now, and I'm this very is disturbed. It's shocking. It's shocking. It's disturbing. It can't be true that as soon as I discover the most delicious substance on earth, it is then taken from the earth and uh, and does no longer exist. Wait, what? There are I'm, reports. There are reports that the triple double crunch wrap, crunch wrap <laughs> at Taco Bell is no longer uh, available. That can't be. They've replaced it with something called a cheesy, cheesy crunchy, crunchy, cheesy, cheesy core burrito. Core burrito. <laughs> the hell is that? I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah, I, well, but, there's only one way to find out what it is. <laughs> Where? Where is our cheesy, crunchy, core burrito? Because I'm looking at the cheesy, crunchy, core burrito right now. Mm-hmm. Picture of it on the Taco Bell website, which seems to be like beef on the outside. Yeah. Then rice. Okay. Okay. So if you're if you're doing the tortilla, be flat. Yeah. It's like a burrito. Mm-hmm. So be a layer of beef. Yeah. Layer of rice. Then in the middle is just about it's a, a good inch circular. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, it's uh, filled with cheese. Yeah. Another kind of cheese, okay. A seemingly a cheesy sauce, and I would say uh, fire hot Fritos potentially, oh, oh my. or tortilla strips maybe. Something crunchy in the middle of the core. Okay, I'm you know I'm willing to try it to see if that we go under is a good substitute for the most delicious substance on earth. Yeah, we're on our way. Okay, good. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, good night, uh, uh, Jeffy. You got right. this. Got the rest of this. Still upsetting. Uh, it is shocking. I, I, I will shocking. say that um, the cheesy gordita crunch was something that Taco Bell made um, several years ago. It was like their big hot thing, like the, the crunch wrap thing is, mm-hmm. was just until recently. Um, and it, it, the entire time from the moment they announced it till today, uh, I think about 90% of that time it has been off the menu, but they would make it the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I mean, they basically have four ingredients there. You just go there and order them in whatever order you want. I mean, okay. They just, they just so if I things. were to go and say I want the triple-double spicy crunch, crunch wrap, wrap, I think they would just make it. Yeah, I mean, it's not it. like they got, oh, we don't have tortillas anymore. We had them for that one product. <laughs> and we used to have meat, but now we don't. <laughs> right. Like I said. Yeah, if we only had cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Most of what they do uh, is cheese. Yeah. So. Taco Bell, oh, which is God. what I love. I do love. By the way, uh, we should, that's, a good, that's a good point to uh, bring up. Um, we have. An episode of Spoons on the program today. We do? Uh, yes, we do. And it's one of the most controversial uh, episodes of Spoons in history, <laughs> Why? I believe. Um, in that it's one of the, I would say, least um, look forward to, looked forward to products in history. What? Um, it is uh, a, a new type of uh, sweet treat that combines two other sweet treats into something that nobody asked for. Really? Like literally nobody asked for this. And I, I've not met anyone who is like, I can't wait to try those. But that's why we're here. We're going to try them for you today. No, we're here to try good things. Well, we... it could be good. I don't know. I, I will say that looking at it on its, on its surface, I do not understand how it's going to be good. Hmm. All right. But we, we're only a few minutes. Away. Obviously, you sanctioned this particular spoons because I don't know anything about it. You don't know anything about it. And I just saw the product. and I was like, oh, we should do that uh, and it developed into a spoons. It did develop into a spoons. Okay, and that's what happened. Right. He knew you were gonna. He knew you were gonna say no. I, pr- I probably would if, well, if gonna, it sounded icky. Well, wait a well, yes, you probably would. You're, I will say that when you see this product, <laughs> uh-huh. what you're going to say is, ah, really? And I don't want to eat that. Mm-hmm. However, um, that being said, I mean, this is what spoons is about. It's yeah. a, it's it's about science. It's about taking a product and 
and doing experiments on our own bodies. I know, that's that, what we say, but that's a lie. We just want to eat good stuff. No, Jeff, you're supposed to say that oh, with you. No, it's about science. Thank you. Let me just say, I, since this is about science, and I've never tried <laughs> the cheesy core burrito thing, yes. cheesy, crunchy core, I think that needs to be featured. On Spoons? On a uh, Spoons episode. Very, very, I like that idea, but that means soon. we probably can't go today, then, right? Yeah. Pro- I mean, if we have to wait till tomorrow, I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. Uh, here's an election update. Ten big questions about the election that we're revisiting. First of all, who's ahead in the polls right now? Uh, this is going to uh, it's going to shock you to your core. It's going to shock you. Yeah. To your core. To your core. Uh, Clinton is Hillary Rodham Clinton is apparently ahead in the polls by a lot. Yeah, but only more than by like anybody else. Well, national <laughs> national polls that include third party candidates have have Clinton with an average of forty four to forty five percent of the vote. Trump at thirty six to thirty seven. So she's seven or eight or nine points ahead. You know, big deal. Uh, libertarian Gary Johnson is roughly at nine percent, so he's kind of sinking in the polls. Isn't no, he? he's only—he's he, been around nine for a while. He never—he uh, he, said he was at twelve. He's or had polls 13. twelve that have hit twelve and thirteen, but, but he's his never average is never thirteen. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, he said, you know, because he gets some that have <clears> six, and then so it brings out his average. Uh, but he needs to average uh, fifteen to get into the debates, which is—I I don't think it's going to happen. Number I bet one, not. The, 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 pro, the number one reason for that is uh, that he's not <clears> he, good. He sucks. He's just not a good candidate. I mean, I, right. I, you know, I think he seems like might be a nice guy. I don't know, but he just doesn't seem like he has a great. He doesn't seem like he has a grasp on libertarianism in in almost any way, and also is just not not an articulate speaker, not a good communicator, not the, the basic things you need to cut through an impossible uphill climb, which is what a third party run is. Mm-hmm. And if you had somebody who is really good at those things, you might be able to put together something here. This is there's never been. Including 1992 and 1996, when Ross Perot got, what, 8 and 19% of the vote. Um, including those years, there's never been a better circumstance for a third party candidate than this year. Never. I mean, I can't, I don't think there's ever been one, maybe in our entire history. Yeah. Even when third party candidates have come in and won, I don't think they've had better, a better uh, playing surface um, than this. Because Gary Johnson is a really flawed candidate, and he's still getting double digits in many polls. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, you know, Ross Perot, for all of his negatives, had a lot of positives. He was really seen as an outsider. He was a billionaire at that point. It was like, wow, this is a, you know, then he would, he communicated on many of the same issues as Donald Trump, but he did it certainly more coherently. He didn't have tons of personal scandals. Uh, you know, there was a lot there, but that playing surface wasn't exactly geared to a third party candidate. You had, uh, you know, um, uh, you're coming out of the uh, Bush year where you had, it was a down year for Republicans, but more circumstantially than anything else. Uh, it was, uh, well, we went into a recession. I mean, remember, earlier in that year, George H.W. Bush had a sky high approval rating and was winning by a lot. Um, He's at 90%. Yeah. I mean, it was coming out of the uh, Gulf uh, War. Out of the Gulf War, it was 90%. 90% approval rating. Um, and then he lost within a year. In l- less than a year later, he was losing the election. And that was because there was a mild recession. <laughs> it wasn't even yeah. like it wasn't like 2008. It, it was, was a, a mild recession, by the way, that started under. Uh, you're thinking of the 2008 one. It started under under Clinton. Uh, yes. So the, the, the 2000 one. The 2000 one. I'm talking about 1996. Uh, yes. It, and, and or it 1992. Was a, excuse me. Yeah. 
92, because 92 started, there was a recession that started. It was a downturn. It was. Yes, it, it was. was. Uh, but it wasn't massive. It wasn't like, you know, but they made it out to be like it was uh, some kind of Great Depression. And yeah. it, it wasn't. It really wasn't. I mean, and, and, you know, other than that, I mean, he had done things. He had pissed off a lot of Republicans, um, you know. With uh, the read my lips. Read my lips. And no he, new taxes. He, you know, there were some issues taxes. there. But it wasn't like, oh, wow. The, you had a, a sitting president who was, during the year previous, very popular. It's not exactly, it wasn't like, you know, um, a situation where, wow, this is prime time candidates, you know, for yeah. a third party. It was like, it was like, ah, you know, and it was really more about Ross Perot capturing the mood of the nation a little bit, where this is completely playing field. Like, it's just designated, there has to be somebody getting 10% in this election because everybody hates the top two people so much. It's, that's the, I mean, Johnson, it's not, he's not helping, Johnson and he's not helping libertarians. He's not... He's not doing any of the things you would hope for out of a third-party libertarian challenge. And I want one, by the way. I would rather have the libertarian party be the other party. Because I'm, I'm tired of Republicans. They've done too much damage. Uh, they obviously don't stand for anything. Libertarians, their problem this whole time is they stand for too much. They're too pure. And mm-hmm. then the one time they get in the spotlight, they nominate a guy who is the least libertarian libertarian of all time. I mean, Jeffy is more libertarian than Gary Johnson is. There's no doubt about that. That's sad. <laughs> that is really sad. And you being better than anybody at anything mm. is sad. Let alone this. I, I, mean, I, did, I didn't say that. No, you didn't. Okay, so that's, that's the number one of our ten yeah, questions. That's, that's only one. Okay, sorry. Uh, ten minutes into the segment. <laughs> so what's the degree of uncertainty? Uh, they say moderate to high, although that uncertainty is decreasing. Uh, polls are highly volatile around the convention, and we're still fairly close to the conventions. But um, they come out of the convention considerably more accurate than they were beforehand. Question is whether we're far enough away from the conventions, which concluded on July 28th, that we can no longer attribute Clinton's lead to some kind of convention bounce. And no, I, know, uh, I think we're kind of beyond that now. Yeah, I should uh, update you? my little chart here that shows the convention bounce. Sure seems that way. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, it, at first, there was an argument you could make for about a week, that Trump had a worse-than-expected couple points convention bounce. Clinton had a better-than-expected convention bounce, to put it another way. Um, and it might hurt, be, hurt Trump by a couple points, but it wasn't the end of the world. Uh, that does not seem to be the case. It yeah. seems like she's locked in these gains. But well, you know, we don't know for sure yet, but it does seem that way. Uh, I think this one is, we've already kind of answered with the, the short-term trend in the polls, is that Clinton is leading. By a lot. Uh, the medium-term ter- trend in the polls pretty much that Clinton's leading, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The 538 election forecast. Do we have that? Yeah, here we go. We do. Here it is. Wow, uh, this, is, this is really, wow, now, this, this is, is stunning. Polls this is more plus. than I thought. Do we know, guys, is this Polls Plus? or do you it know says 538. I know, but they have three different models. Okay. Um, so Polls Plus is probably the best one, I think, um, especially this early. So there's three different models. One po- is just Polls. Um, uh, the just polls model has is essentially just taking the polls and averaging them and trying to figure out what what and then they run simulations on the elections to see what the chances are. Polls plus adds in some fundamentals which I think are helpful this far out from the election because you don't know. Okay. Uh, and then there's the nowcast which is like their um, if the election held was held today. So the least aggressive for well, Hillary. Well, be unconstitutional. First of all, that's the first thing they say is it would be unconstitutional. But if secondly, it if it today. did happen and they broke the Constitution, it's like right. 96% chance Clinton would win. 96? Uh, I can give Seriously? You it's, it's not quite yep. that high. But that's can, huge. Uh, well, right now, her chance of winning is 78.3% right. to 21.7. I'm pretty sure that's the polls plus. which is 78 the to be- 21. The best number for Trump. 
This is the best the Trump number? The best number for Trump is the polls plus. 78 to 21. That doesn't seem good to me. Now, why would you say that exactly? Uh, because, well, I mean, if you're a Trump fan, if you want him to win the presidency. Yep. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, uh, okay, he so only has a 21%. Here are the chance. actual numbers. Polls plus, which is, as I suspected, this is the best one for, for Trump typically. Uh-huh. 78% chance Hillary wins. The best one for Trump. Uh, polls only, 89 to 11. Now, that's, that's, not a factor, that's just the polls. It's not factoring in, well, uh, you know, red, you know the, the reason for this, by the way, is the reason why it's worse is that the room to grow seems to be uh, in traditionally red states. Um, he, you know, it's like Hillary isn't necessarily looking at states with like her growth in a blue state isn't necessarily she's not going to necessarily outperform by 10 points other candidates in blue states, but she's outperforming them in red states. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, if you go to the now cast, which is if the election was held today, first of all, it would be unconstitutional. But secondly, 91 <laughs> percent chance uh, that Clinton would win. Oof. Okay, now, well, in, in, if the now ca- this is interesting going by states, um, <clears throat> Trump would lose Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, now, Pennsylvania. Because, that, because right now in the polls, he's behind in all these states. Right? Yeah. And so, dramatically. Right? So, yeah, because um, if it's close, like, for example, North Carolina. Um, is a, is a, uh, a race that you know, should be fairly close. You know, there was a poll that came out on Friday that had Trump down nine, which was, I mean, something that absolutely unforeseen by any Republican candidate um, at, in this election. But right now, Trump would still have a 21 percent chance of winning that state. Um, that's, that's crazy. But that's terrible. I mean, that's crazy. Terrible. Uh, Arizona would also go to the, the uh, Democrats for the first time in how long? Uh, uh, Iowa as well. Uh, obviously, all the other close states. The only one that would... That would go to the only close state you could say would go to Trump would be Indiana. Um, Nevada goes uh, to Clinton. Um, so that would give you uh, uh, 361 electoral votes for Clinton. But just the 361. Yeah, but she needs 270. She needs 270. So I don't know. So, I mean, I mean, she's not she's not she's not getting 100 more than she needs. Now that's something. Right. Now, and <laughs> do, do any of these factor in the the absolute biggest point, and that is, yeah, but Trump. They do have a yeah, but Trump model. The they yeah, do. but Trump model shows uh, that uh, Trump has a 100% chance of winning. <laughs> okay. Uh, then everything's fine. Yeah, I think everything's fine. Everything's By the way, uh, just as we're here, uh, New York right. Times model, 88% uh-huh. chance of uh, Clinton winning. They only have one model. Okay. 88% chance of winning. Um, what I always find interesting in here is to see this, the actual specific states. Because I always, as I've been saying, Pennsylvania, I believe, to be the key. If he can win Pennsylvania, he's mm-hmm. got a chance. If he doesn't, probably doesn't. Because he's going to underperform. He's going to lose one of these states um, that Romney won, most likely. He's losing in many of them. But he's probably, he's not going to be able to sweep every contested state. So he needs to win one of those tough blue states. They're now saying um, New York Times model shows a 93% chance of Hillary winning um, Pennsylvania. Um, mm. Right now they're saying Trump only has a uh, 88% chance of winning Arkansas. Jeez. 87% chance of winning Louisiana, North Dakota, Missouri, South Carolina, Texas, Montana, Indiana, Mississippi, Alaska, all more likely for Trump to lose than to win Pennsylvania. And a 93% chance, look at this, Pat, 93% chance is the same percentage as Trump losing Idaho or South Dakota? Pretty amazing. I mean, that is incredible. It, it is. It's not a good story for Donald Trump. No. If you, if you want him to win the election, it's, it doesn't look good right now. Yeah. And one, one more point before we go to break, quickly, Pat. They, they they say that a lot of people when they hear that stuff, they'll be like, "Well, yeah, the polls are biased against Trump." 
That's what they'll say. Of course they'll say and, that. And, and they'll bring up one poll where they'll say, well, you know, Reagan was behind in a poll in 1984 or something like that. By 300 points. By 300 points. By 300 and points. First of all, this is not a poll. This is, this is dozens of polls. Dozens. And you might say, well, they're all biased in the exact same way. It's unlikely. It's, it's mm-hmm. potentially possible, but unlikely. But, I mean... Not only would they have to be biased at this point, they'd have to be biased by more than any series of polls have ever been biased before with, with, with samples like this. If you believe that every person is going out there and being like, look, you know, we're, we're going to intentionally only sample uh, people that we know are voting against Trump over multi, multiple media um, organizations, including, by the way, Breitbart. Breitbart's own poll showed Hillary Clinton up five. Which is, by the way, more than Mitt Romney lost by. How did they let that happen? Seriously. I have I, no idea. Uh, I mean, Breitbart, they have got no shame. How did they let that happen? I don't know. I mean, probably the, it was probably 15, and they, just, <laughs> they lowered it to five. <laughs> more patents, too, coming up in a minute. Wow. Breitbart's poll. Jeez. Maybe they're going to do it. No wonder Drudge didn't put that up on the site. My guess is the first Breitbart poll says he's down five. Then he's down two. Then he's up two. Now he's up 20. Look at it. We showed you before he was down five, and now he's winning. (laughs) There's my guess. Why, do you, why are you acting this way? You don't care. Of course I care. What are you talking about? You've never even looked at this sport the sport before. The American is losing. Of course I care. He was up 2 nothing. Now it's 6-2 all of a sudden. How'd that happen? Now it's 8-2, but it's still... Now I, it's 8-2. They, they had a couple of what spins the on the floor. Hell? He's watching Greco-Roman wrestling, a sport he's never cared about for a second it, other than four years once ago. once every four years. <laughs> and he's reacting <laughs> as if BYU just lost the championship. <laughs> he hate that. The Azerbaijani is uh, winning eight to two now against the American. That's just wrong. You want to talk about a good job though? Is the wrong. guy who brings out the sweat mop? <laughs> and just like as these guys, these four hundred pounds guys are flopping around. Oh. I mean, and these guys, these are big boys. Oh, these yeah. are some heavyweight wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll bet they're each. What do you think, Jeff? You're an expert at this. What are they tipping at three bills each? Uh, they're probably Easily close to um, the Maybe American. Four? He's, I don't he know. He's probably four. like. He's 320. If he's, I don't know how if, tall he is, though. If he's an ounce, he's 320. <laughs> 320 if he's an ounce. I'd like, well, i got to find out now, because I'm saying, like, probably... His name is Smith. 290, maybe? Smith, no, he's, he's 320 if he's Smith, an ounce. Because I, I haven't been... been Paying much attention to the wrestling because I've been trying to trying to get a hold on this badminton contest. <laughs> uh, really, badminton's yeah. your sport? Well, you, you know, I'm yeah. rooting for uh, the Malaysian uh, Lee Chung Wee. He's never had a gold in the last uh, uh, two or three Olympics, so he needs to. Lee Chung Wee yeah, from Malaysia. Yeah, he's the, that's who you're interested in. Yeah, he's the badminton king from Malaysia. So. Okay, the okay. badminton king. Yeah, he's from... the man from Malaysia. So, what year did you meddle in synchronized eating? It's <laughs> a good event, though. Well, it is. It is, right? Yeah. Which is the problem is no one can keep up with you, so there's, there's no way to synchronize. I can slow. <laughs> I can slow. <laughs> I didn't realize you had yeah. a medal. As you see here, a synchronized eating champion. So there you go. You really don't even need the synchronized part. You're just an eating champion. Right. By the way, did I mention we're going to Taco Bell? Not, not enough. Okay. Not enough. I wanted to bring that up. Uh, so... 
how uh, Donald Trump uh, brought House conservatives uh, into his fold. One of the strangest twists of 2016, the uh, GOP's most notorious collection of arch conservatives known for running toward uh, inter-party fights and winning them by any means necessary, did noticeably little to oppose or obstruct the rise of uh, this guy who has campaigned on ideas that are, let's just say, flat out Democrat, flat out progressive, and they're certainly uh, antithetical to modern conservatism. Um, Despite these clear policy differences and rhetorical undertones hinting at an authoritarian approach, the Freedom Caucus has shown little appetite for battling Trump. Isn't that the truth? None of its 39 members self-identified with the Never Trump movement during the uh, GOP primary. During the primary, once Trump clinched clinched the nomination, none of them endorsed the efforts to defeat him at the convention. And now that he's formerly the nominee, only one member, libertarian-leaning Justin Amash of Michigan, has pledged not to vote for him. One. One. Hmm. Justin Amash is the only one with the balls to say, I'm not voting for that guy. I mean, he's a a star throughout this, really. Wow. Uh, But, I mean, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Well, I mean, where are the Ted Poe's and John Culberson's and... uh, I don't, Massey is another guy we really Massey. liked, and uh, he's come out now and said he's going to... I mean, these, people, these are people who are saying even critical things about him, and it's just like, yeah, but I'm going to support him anyway. I, I Again, I can give Holy you a cow. little bit of a pass, and this is probably, um, you know, I can give you a pass if you're like, eh, he sucks, but you, you endorse Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Scott Walker, Bobby Jindal, any of these guys in the primaries, uh, and then it comes down to it, and, you know, your guy loses, and you say, well... I'm a Republican, and I'm not going to be passionately campaigning for him, but I, mean, I guess i got to cast my vote for him. It's in a defensible position, and, and so I, I'm, I, I can deal with it. I can't deal with the, the crazy supporters. <clears throat> I can't either, but I, what drives me nuts more than now is during the primary. When, when the primary was going on, and you had 16 choices that were better than this guy. Seriously, pick any of them. Pick one of them. George Pataki. Pick Pataki would be better. Better than Trump. Uh, but certainly you had Ted Cruz. You had Rand Paul. Oh, you Rand had Marco Rubio. You had Ben Carson. You had all of these freaking Bobby guys. Jindal. Bobby Jindal. Skywalker. Skywalker. I think you had five, six, seven choices. I think we came up with seven because you had Rick Perry. Yeah, Rick Perry, yeah. I was done with Rick Perry. Rick Perry is a good example of what the person I have a problem with. Yes. Like, I like Rick, you know, but but I just don't understand. A thousand times better than Donald Trump. Oh, I'd have him as Bill for a second. Well, Dick Gephardt's better than all of them. Well, please. Even better than Cruz, I would say. say. (laughs) Dick Gephardt, I mean, he's. It's Dick Uh, Gephardt we're talking about. Thank you. Has he announced yet? That he's going to run? Not yet. No, he's holding yet. back. He's holding he's back. He's going to wait to the last day, isn't he? Well, he's, he's going to wait until the last minute so that he can swoop in like the uh, Democrat savior <laughs> he is. Get <laughs> part. Always running. Always, always. running. Uh, so, yeah, it's Whew. disappointing because none of them could say, look, I, I'm back in Ted Cruz. Look, I'm back in Scott Walker. Even if you can't go for the guy because everybody says he's not likable and so you want to be liked and you don't want to s- side with the guy who's kind of on the outside of, of the inner circle. Go with Marco Rubio, whatever. But they didn't do even that during the primary. They didn't have the giblets to back any decent candidate. Nobody did. How, how's, except, 
And now Justin Amash does. And, and, and did Amash even come out? Is it Amash or I think it's a, I thought it was Amash, but whatever, whatever, whoever he is. Um, did he actually do, endorse Rand Paul in the in the primary? He might have. I thought he might have. Yeah, maybe he did. So nobody else. Nobody else. I mean, Massey's a good Not example a of that. Massey was good. On, he's been good on several things. I know. Uh, you know, and I, I, I know. You know, you got to come. Look, if, if anything, it tells you that, you know, you should speak up. This Trump thing should explain to people more than anything else. Despite party politics, despite all of that, step up, say who you think should win. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make it, make a statement and make it loudly. You know, even if you're fighting for Trump. Cowards. You know, I mean, you know, certainly some of these big endorsements from uh, from activists within the party, uh, from media, from, uh, you know, Chris Christie even it was a big endorsement for Trump. Right. And I think helped him along. There's a part of there's a point there where it just started to feel inevitable and, and people turned the primary off. And it, unfortunately, it was before Indiana. It was after New York, I would say. When he, when he won New York, and he won all those states. Everyone was like, ah, oh, it's over. And I remember thinking to myself, we were on the air two weeks ago telling you, look, Cruz might do well in the next couple of weeks. And then two right. weeks after that, it's going to feel horrible. It's mm-hmm. going to feel really bad. Trump's going to go in and he's going to win, obviously, New Jersey and New right. York and Connecticut. Yeah. Everybody primaries. knew it. Everyone knew it. So, what? you know, the and point is, go back still. in Indiana, you could still fight. And then, you know, but by that time, people had, had enough of it. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they were tired of it or what. But, I mean, this is, you know, sometimes, you know, being tired, is, it gets you really bad results. You know, I mean, it's like. Like this time. This definitely Like if you're did. tight roping across the Grand Canyon, for example. Yeah. Being tired is not helpful. And this one, uh, this is, it's true. I mean, it wouldn't matter for you, because obviously, obviously the, 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 the cable would already be broken, so it wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't matter if you got tired. Thank uh, you. Right. Because it'd be too late. Because right. of the weight. So, yeah. I just want you to know, speaking of weight, though, uh, I was like... <laughs> I was correct, so you know. What do you got? Uh, Mr. Uh, Robbie Smith, uh, 286 pounds. Wow. So and I was right no there. I was right there. No way so, is he 286. Shut up. You're welcome. Shut up. I, I, know, my he, athletic, I know my athletically overweight What is he, 7 foot 9? We're Come counterparts. On. He is not. He'd have to be 7 foot 9 no, inches. I mean, look at the way this event starts. I know. I don't it like is it. Not, it's not it's a good a, event. It's, an it's not a good sport. Uh, more patents yeah. coming up in a disagree. minute. I disagree. We have, uh, uh, by the way, coming up, Spoons. Uh, we've got Alex Jones. Yes. And uh, a clip that I had to pull from my wife's uh, TV viewing last night. Okay. That I think you'll enjoy. Nice. Back is phone number. Fun stuff. This break. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> this is uh, uh, this is the best stuff of the of the of the year. Maybe I think you're right. I maybe think you're the best right. stuff of the year. Um, we have uh, multiple. And we awesome. might have another one that Jeffy found on this front. But we're going to give you this one first. This is <laughs> okay. um, this has been going around uh, the internet, the Twitterverse, as it were, um, and it's being described as peak Alex Jones. Now, Alex Jones is insane. Uh, and we've played many clips of him, which proving that are, point, proved that he's insane over and over again. I don't know if this is peak Alex Jones, but it's a good moment. Good moment. Uh, here he is ranting about God knows what. Mm. You'll never, <laughs> never defeat the human spirit. You'll never defeat God. You'll True. never win. <laughs> never. Okay. 
Never, ever. Right. Never. <laughs> and this is where we get tested. So rejoice to God Almighty for this animating contest of liberty. Ah! <laughs> what the hell is that? What did we just witness? <sighs> I mean, that is... He is completely and utterly insane. This is a man, by the way, retweeted daily by, or, or reposted daily by Drudge and Breitbart right. and all of his, uh, he's no longer in the fringes. He's in the camp of the current Republican candidate. He's that, he's right in that campaign. Oh, he loves Trump. He loves him. And uh, so does Drudge. Drudge loves Alex Jones. Uh -huh. and, and Breitbart loves Alex Jones. They all love Alex Jones. This is the person they're talking about. Can we see it one more time, please? Because it's too good. It's too good to be true. Every day there's another gift from this idiot. Oh, man. Peak Alex Jones. Right here. You'll never, never <laughs> defeat the human spirit. You'll never defeat God. You'll never win. <laughs> never. Never, ever. Never. <laughs> and this is where we get tested. So rejoice to God Almighty for this animating contest of liberty. Well, ah! you talk about a Dean scream. That uh, works, yeah. Uh, that Jones insanity is, uh, wow, that is something else. Unbelievable. What are, what's he doing? What are you doing? We're going to have fish people for I tomorrow? I don't think so. Yeah, for tomorrow we will, yeah. I sent it to right. Andrew earlier, and okay. he's obviously not here. Uh, yeah, our producer's out today. But, Andrew, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> let's do uh, fish people. Fish people is... Fish people. Is there fish people, too? Yes. Well, oh, are, my are gosh. Are there fish people? Well, well no. We mean, well, well, first of all, we all know if there are fish people, pass in on it. Okay? Oh, yeah. He's going to deny, uh -huh. deny they exist. We have evidence that they do exist, and fish we'll show it to you on tomorrow's show. do exist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I hate to hold it back. Is this proof, too, that know, fish really and humans good. can coexist, as uh, President Bush was worried about? That's right. He was very concerned about that. Yeah, he was. Peacefully. Fish and humans can uh, coexist peacefully. Perhaps he had witnessed some of this. Uh, um, I love this, by the way. So last <clears> night, <throat> my wife is watching uh, the Kardashians, uh, keeping up with them. Never will I watch the Kardashians! Never! Ever! Never! Woo! Ah! Okay. What do you think of that? <laughs> if, if you're watching a show and that happens one time, do you ever turn it back on? Like, I don't know. I no. <laughs> So good. So she's watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is sort of a Sunday night tradition. There's mm -hmm. the Kardashians and the Real Housewives of some area oh, of wow. importance. Um, and so she's Pocatello. Po I think it's is Real Housewives of Pocatello. Thank one. you. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Kardashians. Now I think we talked about this briefly <laughs> when it happened. I bet that'd be a good. Uh, that'd be a good Real Housewives series. of Pocatello. Real Housewives of Pocatello. Might not be that interesting. <laughs> Oh, I think it would be. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Real Housewives are always going to be. I mean, Jeff, you have several websites dedicated to Real Housewives. You want to come over for some milk? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Kardashians are on, and uh, we recovered this at the time. They went to Cuba. Yeah. Uh, once the Cuban relations opened up, they decided to go to Cuba. And I, I thought it was interesting to, to take a moment outside of our little world here, where we all discuss events that are based on news and history. And kind of taking you into the world where most Americans are. 
This is what the Kardashian reaction to the communist country of Cuba was. Watch. I love this car. 1957 Chevy. Versace. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh my goodness! So the goats are like people's dogs almost. Yeah, they're one with nature. <laughs> all the colors are so pretty on all the buildings. I love it. Hola. The people are so nice. I love it. People in the United States and they look at you like you're crazy. Yes, that's what I like is real life. I love so many things about Cuba. I love that there's history and culture. People are outside and they're walking the streets and everyone is like enjoying other people. Friends with everyone. Just seeing the pride on everyone's faces. It's refreshing to see that. We should set a goal to walk away from this trip saying it's one of the most amazing trips we've ever had. Down so far. So good. We're so far, in so good. What's this over here? Really? Mangoes, banana, avocados. Yum. All the things we like. We're such <laughs> uh, So uh, that's not the clip. That's I was some for, good but, Sunday night viewing right there. Right, so that's the attitude, right, of the trip. You got to get a sense of it there. Um, towards the end of the show, uh, they start talking about because that's when they first arrive, and mm -hmm. they're they're fascinated this entire time, seemingly by, wow, isn't it great that they keep the the 1950s cars? Um, no, actually. They didn't choose to keep the 1950s cars. Uh, they're a communist dictatorship, which has oppressed its people for so long. Then they won't allow capitalism in. So they have all the cars from before they were all uh, turned into a, a communist hellhole. I know, but look how nice they keep them. Look how nice the culture is. You do remember that uh, Che was there um, executing artists... Uh, throughout uh, their history. Thousands of homosexuals. Thousands of homosexuals. The reason why they're all out of the street is because they don't want to go inside, because <laughs> inside's actually worse. Um, it's this, and they go back at the end, she's talking about how, like, oh, this is just perfect. It's just perfect here. Well, first of all, you're a freaking Kardashian. Anywhere you go into is going to be perfect, mm. right? Because you're going to be able to buy uh, the absolute best thing everywhere you go. But, I mean, there's no sense of awareness that these people have been crushed by their government for half a century. Mm -hmm. These poor people have been getting on boats and rafts and, and taking, you know, conquering yeah. treacherous waters. To Trying get desperately to, to get out of there. To get to poverty here <laughs> as their goal. Yeah. They want to get to America and be like, wow, we can experience American-style poverty. It will be wonderful. And they're like, oh, look at us. Oh, look at this car is old. Why do you think the car is old? The car is not old because, well, we just don't like, we don't like Internet in our cars. And we're just against it. Uh, we, we are just not fans of air conditioning. That's not the Cuban promise. No. Uh, they would love to have all those things. They can't because they've been crushed by a, a form of government uh, that, you know, is pretty, uh, pretty horrible and also generally supported by the people you campaign with. Pretty sweet they have goats for dogs, though. <laughs> pretty sweet. Goats for dogs are pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, don't you wish we had goats for dogs in America? <laughs> we, we don't. Why? Because yeah. we're a crappy nation. That's why. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. And everyone Thank in America you. is so unfriendly. And to the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. Look at the pride on the faces of the Cubans. <laughs> so proud. That's, that's so called, refreshing. That's called fear, Chloe. <laughs>
That's not, that's not right. Uh, by the way, uh, have the Car- do the Kardashians, yeah, sure, they get beat up by the media. But when they go around, they go shopping and they get, like, surrounded by 100 people who are chanting their name wanting autographs. Do they really feel like they aren't friendly? Is that really the thing? I right. mean, you essentially, uh, you're famous for some, I guess your sister had a sex tape and your dad got a murderer off from uh, brutalizing a woman. Those are the reasons we know who you are. And by the way, in part of that picture, it looked like uh, the people standing on the street waving. Uh, those are prostitutes. Uh, they wave at anybody <laughs> that goes by. Yeah. How do you know that, Je- Jeffy? I'm just saying that's what they are. I mean, that's but how do you know that's what they are? Did I mention goats for dogs? (laughs) Yeah, I think you did. That's another one of your weird websites. (laughs) It is now. dot com. (laughs) Goats for dogs. dot com. Um, Also, uh, Olympic wise, yeah, you're back into the uh, Greco-Roman wrestling yet? Or uh, no? I think we're done with Greco-Roman wrestling. Uh, But last night, Michael Phelps uh, ended apparently. I know his uh, illustrious career. Uh, on a pretty high note, he won a gold medal uh, again. And uh, then on the Today Show, he said that uh, he's retiring, and this time he means it. You know that old expression, fool me once, shame on you, fool me once, shame on me? <laughs> yeah, I knew so four years ago, time. almost to the day, we sat in London, and you said to me when I asked you if you were going to keep swimming, you said, done, done, done. You're going to get the same response here, and done, done, done. Um, uh, and, and this time, I mean it. You know, I think, um, hmm. you know, like, like we talked earlier in the year, I wanted to come back and, and finish my career how I wanted, and, and this was a cherry on top of the cake that I wanted. You know, but I was thinking oh, about that, because you also told me when we got together that you're, you, found, you fell in love with swimming again. So I'm wondering if now you won't miss it more. After London, you weren't in love. You weren't in love with swimming. And I thought, well, I can understand why he'd want to get out. What about now? Um, you know, for me now, it's, it's uh, just being able to... Right, well, I think the biggest thing between now and London was I was so much more emotional during these games. And I think that showed at times on camera. And I think that's, that's the difference, um, you know, because I knew this was the last time. You know, I knew this was you know, the last race that I ever had and, and the last Olympics that I ever had. And... Uh, everything just mm-hmm. really hit hard. Um, so did he do poorly and, in London? I don't I guess remember. Some of it, I guess some people For him? at home For him he did. Where, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. as soon as I walked into the warm-down pool that final night, the tears started coming and filling up in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and Bob and I shared some of those emotional moments with one another. Um, and, and uh, you know, I was thinking my last warm-up, my last warm-down, my last time putting on a suit... Um, you know, You're my last go, cold like, He's not even going to go recreationally swim from no, now I guess the question for no. you is, is this the last time no. we get we get to be on no, something like that? I have a feeling We're going to go over to Bill's house. We can't. He has a pool. Uh, <laughs> that is interesting. It, he, um, you know, you brought up the whether or not he did poorly in London. I think his count in London was three gold, a silver, and a bronze. No, uh, if that's a definition of poorly, you know, so this, anyway, this round he in this round he realized though that uh, his uh, advanced age was catching up to him as far as Olympics goes though, and the events that he was swimming in because you know uh, he was he really had to I mean he had to work. I, you know I gotta say though I mean is there any doubt in your mind that this guy could come back and like get a bronze medal in 2020? No, no. Like, well, I think he might get a gold. He might yeah. get a gold. Yeah, I think he might. I mean, he might. I mean, what would he be, 34? 35. He'd I mean, be 35. That's doable. Jeffy, I mean, you remember 35. They, did, did they have water I back do. then? <laughs> yeah, I stopped going to the pools then. <laughs> I would, like, Michael, at one point in your life, you just, no more pools, no more swimming. That's it. Really? That is a weird, that was a weird, I mean, obviously, I've never put on a suit again. <laughs> when you, are you just going to go skinny dipping? For when now, you jump your... into a pool and all the water exits, 
uh, that's probably when it's time to stop getting it. Why does it do that for Michael? Is that, is that right? No, I, I'm talking about you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> an exit. Yeah. Now, is like that, you jump in and the water goes away. Is that displacement or just it's, it's just displacement. The water is yeah, revol- it's it's like a revulsion. <laughs> like it just like, doesn't Maybe a little of bowl. <laughs> it's like uh, two opposite. The magnet sort of pushing against each other. It just kind of runs. So the water runs away. No, I got. I got what you meant. What I, got, I understand is, what he meant. <laughs> Also last night, uh, Usain Bolt won his third consecutive. Do we have uh, we have a shot of that too, or can we can we play that? We don't have a shot. Okay. He anyway he he beat uh, American Justin Gatlin. It's his third straight hundred meter win. So he won in '08, in '12, and this year. Uh, and you know if he comes back for Tokyo, he'll probably win that too. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, why not? Right? He seems like he's so much better than everybody else. He is. I didn't see the race, uh, you know, unfortunately, but it, from what I heard, he got off to a terrible start and was behind for most of the race. He was behind for the first 50 to 60 meters, I'd say. And then just blew everybody And away then he again. just blew. And you could see as he started getting up to speed that Gatlin had no chance because he's already at top speed. He's going as fast as he can. And you knew that, that the lead he had just wouldn't be enough, and it wasn't. And he was he uh, second place? Him. Did he, yeah. get the, he get the silver? Yeah, Gatlin What was his time? Silver. Do you have any idea? Uh, yeah. It uh, was under 10 still. 10-8, 10-8-1 for Bolt. 9-8-1. I mean 9-8-1. Yeah. 9-8-1 for Bolt and 9-8-9 for Gatlin. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. a good time. 9-8-9 is a good time. Uh, that uh, w- would have yeah. been a world record in late, late 80s. I'm, right. Uh, I mean that's uh, pretty good. I mean world record now is nine five eight by Usain Bolt. By Usain What's the non Usain Bolt record? I bet it's in the nine seven range. Yeah, I mean I, I nine seven eight something like that um, because hmm. nine five eight is just inhuman. And, and they said, uh, "Look, we weren't expecting a nine five time for thirty years," and he set that in two thousand nine, I think. They said at the time they didn't think that would happen till 2039 or 2040. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Unbelievable. Real. All right, we have a spoons coming up in just a moment, a new product. That's I sold Yay! earlier. Uh, it's a weird one. Actually, when it comes in, keep it covered so Pat doesn't know what it is until we get on the air. Um, because I want, I want you to react to the idea of this product first. Okay. Uh, maybe live on television. We'll come back in just a minute with that. It's a weird, it's a weird. I'm reminded by the feed that the uh, goats for the pets, uh, it's called a farm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Ah, yes, it's there time it for Spoons, the segment Yay! in which we try, for science, new foods. This is quite possibly one of the worst ideas for a product of all time, but we're going to try it anyway for science. Pat, your reaction to Swedish fish Oreos? Uh, no. That seems like a really bad idea to me. It does sound like a terrible idea, because you're, I mean, you're not a big Oreo guy anyway. No. And then matching it with Swedish fish of all things. Like, if you're going to make a Swedish fish Oreo, you make it with the vanilla cookies, right? Yeah. Like, why would you put it so... And that's really weird. Jeffy, do you I'm on a diet. Yeah, but you still need to try one for the show. I'm, uh, I've gotten you're down. You're on a diet. I've gotten down. This is a limited edition. I mean, you know, they sold like I bet it bag. is. And then this is the bag they sold. This is the bag they sold, and then they discontinued it. Swedish fish Oreo. Now, if you've had Swedish fish, is it cherry 
A fruit punch I've flavored, would you say? I've never had Swedish fish. You've never had a Swedish fish? I don't I? think oh. so. It's very cherry, I think. So it's a, cher a cherry chocolate play, I guess, uh -huh. is the, uh, th the thought here. Hmm. I will say I was not clamoring for this particular product, but it's not bad. I mean, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's not great either. No. Got kind of a weird taste. Oh, okay, well, I'm good. Well, you got to try it. We got to try it. It's for the show. This is how we get him to do everything. Have one bite. <laughs> All right, you got you got to you got to make out with that dude. It's for the show. <laughs> what does that, that, that happen? What? <laughs> I just say. Mm. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, it's not terrible. Well, not bad, right? Not, it is. It's better than I expected it to be. I will say. I'm gonna try the, just the cream. It's like a cherry cream. One thing with Oreos. They go better with milk. Every single Oreo. Mm. If I hear you say that one more time. <laughs> I hear you say it one more time. That's true. Every it's, time. Every, every single time. It does better with milk. It does that. It does better with milk.